Paper boy, paper boy, all about that paper boy. Hey, right, that shit is hot, baby. I guess it is. I guess it is. Can you open this for me, please? They ain't ready. Please don't they let them ready. be ready. So, for those of you who don't know what that song is, you're one of the people like myself who have chosen not to listen to, um... I mean, not to watch the show called Atlanta. Atlanta. And so, I re- I finished up Power. I done finished up Snowfall. Finished Insecure. That's why we're here today. It is in the, it's in the Biden line. Yes. And it was in the topic from yesterday as well. I never, I don't think I've ever seen Antonio this early in the day before. Never, unless I was coming to your place of employment. Right, and I don't even think you come there early in the morning. Yeah, these ain't my hours, yo. I do not do nothing in the daytime. Like, if somebody wants shoes, I say it, but I don't really mean it. Unless, like, you own it. Like, I need them shoes right now, white socks, blah, blah, blah. But, like, the reason I came is because I don't think you think I was going to come. I did not. I expect, I told Mari, I'm like, Mari, come do the show with us. She watched Insecure. Come do it with us, blah, blah, blah. She's like, what time? I'm like, he said early, so probably 6 o'clock. Damn. <laughs> so you think my early mean night? Even though 6 o'clock yesterday, is like 2 o'clock to me. I'm like 4 o'clock. Right, because now. yesterday you texted me at 2 and told me you were on your way. You didn't make it here till 8. Yeah. So yesterday that was me like wishful thinking. But because I feared the jack, mm. I hurry up and went my dumb ass home, fell asleep. Ooh, wee. <laughs> I was nervous, like, oh, shit. But I woke up, like, at 7. So this I'm morning? like, I could go back to sleep. You should have Or I could sleep. disappoint Jazz and have to fucking drink, which we know I don't want to drink. So I, bing, bing, went straight to Insecure, Joe. Went straight to it. I'm very proud of you. I'm very. I really thought you would be here later. I laid around this morning. Then I got up. I started cleaning up, doing laundry. I got to go to a baby birthday party after this. Amaris, her son turns oh, she three did. today. I didn't angry because you know that's our thing. Yeah. When it, the kids off limits, so like if I see some of the kid, I'm a boop boop hearty. She called them sunshine, so I thought I had it, but I was I get it play on words. That's yeah. Only. But I can't wait till she put up an individual picture so I can angry the fuck out of because that's Please do not angry her pictures. But yes, yeah, so when we done wrapping up here, I'm going to go to the birthday party. So that sunshine, Hefe, will have a great birthday. Let's get happy be there, little gangster. Little gangster, Jesus. So I have to tell you, I have to talk about Atlanta, y'all. I have to talk about Atlanta. Antonio bought me Burger King, even though he's supposed to bring me healthy, healthy choices. No. Damn it, yes. And this is not going to go unmentioned. I never want to feed women because of what you did, okay? I am one of the cheapest humans in the world. If I take you on a date, I'm going to sit across from you. First of all, don't be bold enough to order no liquor because now I'm really watching you because they don't refill liquor. I ask them, do y'all refill? No. And they're like, no. So I'll be like, okay. I'll be thinking like, bitch, okay, that's all you drinking. And then you're going to drink this cup water. Because I can't be getting you more liquor. Because they bring you enough. And y'all had a nerve to drink that shit fast as if I'm paying another $11. I can't do that. 
That's neither here nor there. So the food comes. Why am I taking you on that? Ain't no appetizers. I get appetizers Ain't everywhere no, I go. Because that's going to be your meal. No, it's not. It's if you you going to eat this bread. Shout butter. out to Linda. She just texted. She's running late. She'll be there by 3. I'll be done at 2.45. And I'll make it by 3 as well. Let's get it. Um... You're going to get full off the appetizers, and then you're going to get the food, and think you're going to take it home and shit to feed your kids or your real boyfriend, because I'm just a nigga feeding you. Who knows what y'all do with the food? Because I never see a woman finish the damn food. That's why I don't like dates. See, you're being very selfish, because everywhere I go, I don't know, like, especially when I'm with Mari, and yeah, everywhere I go, me and Mari, we get drinks. We get appetizers, and we get full meals. Full meals? Full meals. Entrees. Entrees. It's like, when people go out with me, they're going to spend like at least $100. I've been out with you once, and you didn't do that to me. Because the place where we went, they didn't have, Soleil went to Soleil. Mm -hmm. They didn't have like many appetizer choices that was differentiate from the menu. So I was spared and don't even know? You were spared. And it was daytime, so I didn't drink. Okay, you didn't drink. They be wild be though. But they just charge like 10% when you bring your own bottle. For real? Yeah. You can bring whatever you want. You bring whatever you want. I can bring lime juice. Mm-hmm. Why you in town? I would have went to Walmart. But they're going to charge you for it. So you might as well get the Kool-Aid that they're going to offer you for the little yeah. 250 How much they would charge you on the, on the lime juice? 10% of the bill. Wait, the whole 10%? For, so I right. Like how you said, if I share like 90 they're going to charge me 9 Yeah, for bringing that in. But the damn juice, $2. That's what I'm saying. You might as well get the Kool-Aid that they offer you. If I bring three, is it 10 on 10 on Mm -hmm. 10? All right. So, if you bring, like, a lot of shit, then that's cool. Yeah. So, it's like I could bring my wine, and then you could bring your lime juice. Okay. And then they charge us for that. That's a day. We going to do that again, Joe. Well, I think they make only reservations now. And it's so small in there, so I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, they didn't. It was a good time, though. But they didn't have anything that I would want as an appetizer. And plus, I, we went there because I wanted to get the catfish po' boy. And then we ended up sitting down. Yeah. So, it wasn't... Listen, because... Listen, you don't want to go out with me, okay? I don't. Take my word from it. Ask a friend. What do... <laughs> you can phone a friend if you like. Um, I, but, I uh... So, yeah, like me, my friend David, and then his other best friend, we all went out to eat. And it was... Him and two girls, and he, I don't, he was like, I don't know why I did it. Yeah, because that bill came back, it was like $180. He paid for all y'all? No, he paid like $115. Wait, for everybody? Yeah, but the whole bill was like $200. Because I got Damn. a tip too. Okay. I'm making you tip. No, I feel you. The tip is happening. The tip but is happening. Two? Mm-hmm. So we had um these big old fishbowl drinks, and they were so good. It was so good. And then, you know, hibachi, that shit expensive. Uh-uh. See, so you little bald-headed girl. So and then I didn't eat days. it. I had about two containers worth full on. No, this is, this is, I'm drawing the line here. See, and this is not a knock against you. So just drink so you don't take it personally. <laughs> it's all women. Motherfuckers be from Old Block and Inglewood and K-Town and motherfucking Oak Gale Gardens or whatever projects I can't remember. Thinking they finna go spend two hundred dollars. Everybody not like that though. I agree, but remember, I'm judging you off where I met you or where you told me you from. If you grew up on Aldi's and Jewels, you got no right. You're not gonna be in Jewels and Aldi's. That's like we can go get it. No, that's like the top. Like Aldi's is like the bottom. Okay. Like one step over, like uh, save a lot. Oh. 
then it's all these. Then it's all right. But then Jules from back in the day, Jules was like top tier. Now like top tier is like Whole Foods, Mariano's. Now that's top tier shit. But from like when you was growing up and when I was growing up, dating me. (laughs) Thank you. It was like Jules was top tier. Like Jules was expensive. That's what I'm saying. Good shit now. Every now and again, your mama get a little extra or save the food stamps, and y'all might go get something out of Jules. So you're not wrong. But you you following me. You in the rim of this. You can't then go sit down and run up a bill for $200. I See, I only wanted to be grown to afford the food that I want to eat. Like, okay. that's that when people want to be grown, they want to be grown so that they could drink, go outside, pass curfew, have company, talk their shit. I want to be grown so I could eat what I want to eat because I can afford it. So it's like, whether you bring me here or not, I'm going to eat here. Okay. Because it depends on the person because one of my friends, this girl asked him to take her on a date and he was like, okay, where you want to go? She said Famous Dave's. So he was like, right. And I'm listening to him like, no, nigga, you would not ever take me to Famous Dave's. Why the hell you can't go to Famous Mm -mm. Dave's? It's good food. No, I like if they not they don't even serve you at Famous Dave's. That's not a date. No, they come to the table, Jeff. I thought you said I only met at Famous Dave's one time, but I could swear you like walking like a little lunch line. No, you And they get, put the food on your They sent you, the waitress way to come. What you want? You get the little thing with they little mashed potatoes, which is good to say they little macaroni. I thought you sure. I been, I just was at Famous Zaves and I was with Danny. Like Y'all don't walk the line. No, get you get seated. Mm. Well, I no, guess I had a different... an old country buffet. No, Nick, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Two different fucking things. Two completely different the things. The first date, you're going where? Not, I wouldn't go to Famous Dave's, mm. but I would go What's like to Chili's. Day? What's wrong? If you could go to Chili's, you could go to I Famous I didn't think, Day. I thought Famous Dave's was like a lunch line. Okay, so now that changes your mind? So like, if it's like not a lunch line, Hell then yeah. No. I thought it was a lunch line. See, now nah, we They don't even sell liquor. They sell liquor? Mm. I think, but I don't drink. It's there though. No. Because it's like two men, yeah. They got liquor for your ass. The little sugary rim drink. What you call that shit? Margarita. That shit. Margarita. 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 (laughs) Wow. Um, Hearing women's... What is your second date? Because you said Chili's. Yeah, Chili's is cheap. I feel like Chili's is cheap. But I'm going to... doesn't get expensive. But I'm going to order appetizer. Is you going to eat that shit, Joe? Yeah. I'm actually going to... See, my whole thing... This will be my problem with men, though. My main problem is that a lot of men that I have come across, they don't like seafood. I don't. Right. See, like, y'all don't like seafood. And it's like, I would like to get, like, shrimp as an appetizer, shit like that. And then it's like, I'd be feeling selfish. No, you shouldn't. Right. Because, like, I'm getting this appetizer, then I don't eat it all. But it's something that you couldn't even eat because you don't even like that shit. Are you going to eat it when you get home? Potentially. No potential. No. It depends. If I forget about it, then no. You don't have the right to forget about anything I paid for. Jesus, why not? You paid for it, not me. Right, so respect my hard-earned mm-hmm. money and eat it. And I heard that y'all not supposed to eat seafood on the day because it comes through y'all body. I'm not going to have sex with you on the first date. So this is now, even though that's debatable, <laughs> this is a true myth? I mean, they say that whatever you are, what you eat. So whatever you eat is going to come out of your pores. Cheeseburgers? Yeah. What y'all smell like if y'all eat a burger on the first date? I mean... you. Your boo-boo probably smell. No, it no, no, on how we have a Okay, so it depends on how much of it you eat. Like, if you sit there and eat, like, a whole, like, three pounds of crab legs, then you will, like, you will probably start smelling it right then and there. At but the even, table? 
No, like when you go home and take your clothes off. Because okay. it's trying to come out your body now. Wow. It's like we be drunk as hell. You can smell it oh, on their skin. Yeah. Right. So, like if you eat a burger or you eat a little piece of some, a few pieces of shrimp, a little piece of fish, it's not going to instantly come out. <coughs> but if you just sit there, like go to an eating contest on the first day, don't try to have sex after that. Because that's what? just too much. Damn. Too much of a good thing can definitely hurt. So, man, even though all these seafood... If I ate it, you're you can not smell gonna... like you could smell like burgers. You can smell like grease. You can smell like the fast food restaurants that you're in and out yeah, every yeah. fucking day. I know I smell like the corner restaurant. Right, you smell like ghetto food. The ghetto burger, baby. Ghetto food. No, nah, I, I probably you smell probably more smell like, like mild sauce. Mild, mild and hot. Gotta be both salt and pepper and fry. How you gonna say mild and hot? But I could have sworn we went to the Straight Gas Homie podcast and they didn't have any hot sauce. You was okay with that. I want them both, but I'm not going to just not eat the fries that's mild on it. I need them both, but if not, I can settle for the mild. No. I need I need hot sauce for my chicken. To close out this segment, Jazz, women, you need to have a meeting with your, your sister and not your brethren and tell they dumb asses, don't let no man feed you and you waste his food. It's not wasting, see... Because it's some women have two different ways of looking at it. One woman to look at it as like, well, you know, that's just greedy if I eat all my food. And I don't want him to think that I'm greedy. So I'm not going to eat it all. You were greedy when you ordered the shit. Because you no, could have because... ate bread in, in a <laughs> soup. And when I'm cool. Okay, but so like, listen. Let's go. Let's set the scene. We at Chili's right now, right? Okay. I'm going to get the $5 margarita. Bam. Bam. And I don't know... I'm going to ask you what you get in. Do you want an appetizer? A burger. You're going to get a burger. Like, you're not going to eat nothing else? The fries come with a burger and a Coke. That's it. I'm good. So, you don't want no appetizer? No appetizer. What I mean Okay, so then, right. So, then I'm going to be like, okay, well, we could just do the two for 20 then. So, that way, I can get an appetizer because it would be like some mozzarella sticks on the menu. And then you can get your burger and your fries and your Coke. And then I get the pasta. Oh, that's cool. Bam. So we set the scene right that's there. That's it. But then it'll be sometimes motherfuckers get there like we home. I'm hungry as hell. You hungry as hell? Yeah, I'm hungry as hell. Okay, let's do the appetizer sampler. What? And then we gonna order something else? Yeah, but I, see, but my thing, I do one. I've gotten better, and I wait. I don't order my food until I'm almost finished my appetizer because I don't want to order something that's gonna be too big and I'm not gonna eat. I'm not gonna eat it at all. Okay. So you being considerate yes, a little. I try to be considerate a little bit. But like I said, it all depends on, you know, who you with. Well, I'm going, it'll be just me and you. I don't like the tag along. Why is your friend here? Why can't she be? Why is, who paying for that? Because <laughs> I just don't understand it. I be saying, like, no, we all going. No, I, I want to sleep with you. I might not. But is she in a threesome with us coming soon? Because if I feed... Well, women don't understand. If I feed you, you on the clock. I'm I'm looking. Because I can't tell you my hidden amount of once I take you out. That if you spend that, you still free. Once you go over it, I start accruing. Like, okay, this... She... What she think... If you bring your friend, I'm tacking that on to you. Okay. So, let's say I didn't want to sleep with you to the second day. If I feed her, I need it now. It's my coochie and I want it now. Well, so, like the first date, I wouldn't ask a friend. But it depends, though, because it all depends on, like, how you all know each other. Like, is it been set in stone that this is a date or you just tried to make it a date? 
It, it, right. So I'm being right. sweet. You but it's like, it. you. And so it's like, you trying her, so she finna try you. But why? Right. Okay. So I'm finna try you. And like, okay, come on, Mari. We going to Chili's. What? But I can't say I'm not. Oh, okay, right. that's cool. But you gonna get tested. Oh, okay. This doesn't go unnoticed. And you don't even gotta respond. Just know that text is gonna be in your phone with your Wi-Fi cut on. Boop, it pops up. <laughs> and you say, don't respond. Because I don't want to make it awkward. Because I'm the type to let you know, like, sorry, Mari, but if I feed her, it's on you. She gonna laugh. She ain't in it. But you need to know that I need that ass. Because you shouldn't have brought her. Anyways. And why? who I, wants to be the tag along? For, you ever been the tag along? Yes, I have. What do you I do? get free shit. I get Do you feel free shit. No, I feel like I got free stuff. And it tastes so good. It tastes three times better. Yeah, when it's somebody else to do like flame eyes, your flame eyes tastes taste better good. than I buy. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So you got no shame. I do not. This is why I was like, my friends, men probably don't want me to be single anymore either. Mm-hmm. Because they they'll be like, they'll call me. They're like, oh, yeah, come on. I'm, you sure? I don't know. And then I show up. And then he pays for her stuff. He pays for some of my things. Like, don't worry about the drinks I got. You just pay for your. Okay. And you don't hesitate. I do not hesitate. And feel nothing. I do not feel anything. I feel like. You got a good man, girl. It's a good man now. I can't wait. Because I'm going to return the favor. Me and my man going to take you out one day. Will you, though? Yeah. Okay, I guess that's fair. Yeah. But your future man don't even know he signed up for this shit. You ain't even tell him. I feel like real men know. Oh, here we go. And I'm not going to turn it into the show, but put real this in your men notes. Know. Real men versus just men. <laughs> we going to go over them categories because y'all like to real slide real in front of some shit when a man don't want to do certain things. Real men know. I don't eat ass. Real men eat ass. What I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't no, say that. No, but most women would. That's like, mm. The word real could get slid over and belittle the normal man. Real men know. Real men even know that. Real men, know, real men know what to do. They know, they know. Who? They know. That's a show, guys. I'm not gonna ruin that. You better real men versus just men. I'm gonna compile all the little things. Right. Well, that's your task. You do it. You let me know when you're ready, and then I'm gonna show up. But we here today. Who am I, and who are you? Because you told me yesterday, don't show you tough love. Real what men versus just men. What is the name of this show? Who are you? Who am I? We just been talking. Right. So, we're not that bad. We're only 20 minutes in. So, we still got time to redeem ourselves. We got back, you all. For those of you who looked to the last episode. Which was last night. Which was last night. Or it could have been a week ago for those of you who are only listening. If you listen to the last episode, you know Antonio let me down once again. Yeah, he yeah. did not watch Insecure like I asked him to in the beginning of December. The yes. beginning. Do you all know that 30 days have passed? <laughs> 30 <laughs> days. Today is yeah, the 30th. 30 days have passed since I've asked this man to take five hours out of his day. Not I, even five. I was already on eight. I just didn't finish the last Right. Two. So basically, one hour out of his day because Insecure episodes are only 30 minutes long. That's true. 30 minutes. And sometimes I think it'll only be like 27. True. 27 minutes times 2. 54. Right. 54 straight minutes. 54 straight minutes. An hour out of his day, he could have sat there, ate his restaurant food. He could have sat there and ordered shoes. He could have took orders. He could have did a numerous amount of things, y'all. 
And he, it did not. It took 30 days. 30 days and the alcohol threat. Yes. It, was, it wasn't the 30 days I don't think that moved me. The threat of me coming from out the rafters with my jersey hanging at the Hall of Fame do say you say, which is the show we on? That's a teaser. I was crack, nervous. Crack it. Yes. And I was like, to hell with that. As I say, I woke up this morning like, I want to go back to sleep. And I'm like... If I try to get her to move this again, even if I be like, no, nah, let's do it right before New Year's Eve. I try to pizzazz it up. I knew you weren't going to go for it. So I'm like, I'm doing this shit, Joe. Watch it. And man, do I got some things to say. So before we get any further into this insecure recap, we are. We are. We are. We are. We have here. This is a one-on-one show. With Antonio. Why is that And the hostess with the most this. <laughs> Just jazz. Do say you say. Let's get it. Period. That was great. That was. That was great. You know, I try to. Oh, I show myself. There you go. There you go. There you go. And delay. And you did it on time. For the people just listening, we're watching because we got Fred in the comments. My boy Freddie from the Grizz. What up, fool? He's saying, yo. And we got my Sagittarius brother always showing love from the Straight Gas Homie Podcast. Double D, D3, because I think it's middle name Darius. Devin. <laughs> That's it should have been triple. It was a reason we called him Triple D. Right, because his middle name starts with a D, but it's not Darius. Is that Darius? Darius? What is no, it? No, it's Deshaun. Deshaun. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was some. But Tri- speaking of that, I had to go back because he was on the episode yesterday talking about how so Tasha not. ain't shit. Tasha ain't shit. Tasha ain't shit. Text to my phone. Tasha ain't shit. And so then I went back last night and I watched episode one. You did extra credit? Episode one of Power. And I'm not going to say that Tasha ain't shit, but Tasha played with her pussy first. Before, but in her defense. Made me know, because I don't remember her so doing basically, nothing before. Yeah, so like she didn't have sex with Sean, but I'm going to say that she's always known who Angela was. That's how he knows how to speak Spanish. Okay. And when he's seen, she, like she's seen him exchanging numbers. Don't be in the comments. Don't be in the He's comments. In the comments. I'm gonna give you credit for being right. He gets credit for being right, but um, yeah, she just was. It was just a reaction. So are you? Cause you're not going hard either way. You're saying that she didn't cheat, but she was kind of flirting. Yes. Aggressively. Me being a guy, you would think I would take it and run with it. But remember, it's hard for me to call a girl a hoe unless the act happens. Right. So, like, I'm going to continue to watch it from the very beginning. But I just have to watch it undisturbed so I can, like, focus on stuff. Get the key moments. Yeah. Um, Davin, so until she do that, you are right. With an asterisk by me personally, it's like I see know, the references on the bottom. Yeah, read the fine print. Yeah, me myself remembering the show, but Jazz is like kind of more well versed because I haven't seen it in five seasons, so that's five years. Mm. So came out six years ago, twenty fourteen. Damn, it's been. I remember where I seen it. I never thought it was gonna last so long. That just be so funny when you go back to those years. I didn't even watch it when it first came out. I kept hearing about it. I didn't know yeah. what it was, and it was on at La Quinta House Shine, 
and it was on. And I was like, what the hell is that? It was like, this power. And the whole yeah. time I'm thinking it was like Amherst a to, superhero right. show. Amherst used to watch it all the time. And then one day I was just like, let me see, you know, what's the power. So then I just binge watched like the first six episodes. And you liked it. And I liked it. Yeah, it, the, the writing was amazing in the first season. But we said all that. But from me... Going to my very, very faint memory. I know he fucked Angela before Tasha did anything. I could be wrong. Jazz is on the case. That's not what we're here for, though. I have fought my sleep. I went against my, my eating schedule. I might got to go get some shoes when I get done. All for my little, just as you say, you say, to bring it home. And it was worth it. I'm going to tell you that. It was so you could go first thing because I talked about Franklin first yesterday. You I could did. give me your recap on how do you feel that season four of Insecure went? I think season four of Insecure is making this show become iconic as opposed to what I thought. I thought it was going to be like a little neat show. Where it's like some people like it, some people don't. Some people people can poke holes in it's becoming that show that like how you hooked on Snowfall and how we started being hooked on Power. You have to watch it. If you don't, I was there when if I was there the first night it premiered, I wanted to see what was to it. They kept showing previews. And the reason why I went to it, they never showed what the show was about. They just show Issa doing some weird shit in a store. And you'll be like, what's this show going to be about? And then when I watched it, like the first episode, I was like, you know, this is pretty cool because it's just giving me a look at female, the female perspective of things. They wasn't heavy-handed with it or nothing. Like, they showed a female perspective. The typical guy who ain't no fucking hood ass. It's like, it wasn't trying to be what you think you can market to the black community. It's like, this is a good show about black people. You can watch it. We ain't going to make them over bougie and everybody a corporate lawyer. Right, but we ain't going to make them poor make, either. Right, we just going to make them be normal motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. So season one, I'm like, this is cool. Season two come back. I'm, like, oh, I'm fucking with this. Season three, I was like, okay, I can see what they're doing. Season four is oh. a big at holes, high holes. Don't care about when you do a podcast. Sorry for the brief interruption. Um, we're back. Right. Season four is the most relatable season for me because it's more real based on like not relationships per se, couples, but friendship, family, and your companion. It's like it touched all of them this season. Um I want to focus on the last three episodes, but it's like, in the beginning, you saw Derek and um, Tiffany had a baby. Yes, they did. And you saw, like, my what I want to start this off by saying, so y'all can remind me and you, the fans and all that shit. Molly and Issa are what I call disaster bitches, okay? Everything about them is a disaster. And when you choose to love them... You're walking into it. So it's like Molly is just, she she reminds me of so many females that I know. Where it's like she always mad about something. And sometimes she not showing you, but you can feel like she got this going on, whatever. Then you got Issa who just like, she just cursed with bad luck with men, jobs, money. And if you merge them two together... 
They are the ideal, typical, strong black queen, you know. But I like this season. It was very uncomfortable seeing them not be friends. I didn't, it was making me feel awkward. Like, you know what I'm saying? You could see. So, what side did you pick? Uh, I picked Issa because Molly, and I don't want to typecast her, she's been this character on Girlfriends, this show, and whatever other show. She's good at playing that role, but it's like, I just don't. She wasn't on Girlfriends. She was on Girlfriends. No, she wasn't. She was the fourth one. No, she wasn't. She's not Tony. I always think she Tony. Joe. She's not Tony. What Molly she... is African. Is is like really from like Nigeria. Like what she... else she in? Joe? I don't know. Let's do it. Molly a, um... is something else. I always think she Tony. Well, they the same person. Yeah, Molly. Not Clearly, Tony. I got them wrong. But Molly and Tony play the same type of role. Where it's like the the independent black woman who's so used to being. No, Tony home. was not insecure. I mean. Yeah, Tony. Um, she had the hub, the white husband, right? Right, but she just was a gold digger. Right. That. So I kind of tell when a woman say independent into being a gold digger. You didn't know that, but I'm schooling you. Jesus Those Christ. type of women, like you just know them. When you see them, you be like, yeah, I know what's to you, Joe. They be cool, too. She was basically only an insecure. She you did. Sure? Mm-hmm. She, she did a movie. She didn't know other show? Not any other shows. Say something called Vacation Friends. And Damn. Then um, her little stand up that she has by herself. Damn, well, you educated me because I and she was in night school too, but I didn't know who she was in night school. Okay, right, I didn't see it. Um, Molly, so since she wasn't on girlfriends, strike that from the record. Her character I've seen before, mm-hmm. she's the working black woman. I'm independent, can't a man do nothing for me? If you do, you got to match my blunt, like be on my level. But even when you are on my level, it's still I want more. So I say that to say, dang, because she not, is his name Daniel, her boyfriend? Who? The Chinese dude. No, his name not Daniel. Daniel what? was the boy that she was sleeping yeah, with. Yeah, Daniel's in my mind because you know, man. Get La- you know Lawrence and me. I feel his pain all the time. Her boyfriend, Andrew. Andrew. I knew it was a normal name as well. Watching Andrew be equally successful with her and it's still not enough is making me mad at her. Um, but you know I wasn't enough though, right? I get it with the brother thing, but if you remember the last episode when it was in her apartment, the scene before that, like he was ready to dip, but she was like, um, if I get them to play your artist, would you hang out? And he was kind of like the good woman, like, all right, baby. So he wanted to go home and watch the little show with LaVita from Steve Harvey. <laughs> I love when they had a little other show inside the show. Every season is funny who they pull out. He wants to finish that shit. Yeah. So she's like, I'm finna take a nap. And he had had enough. This man been dealing with a motherfucker. That, and he said like, man, y'all, I'm basically I thought Andrew him. left. No, remember, remember, they got the call about Tiffany. So they was in the midst of that call. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he basically told like, man, we always doing shit you want to do, Joe. Yeah. It's never about me. And of course, her being her, what you talking about? Y'all <laughs> never, I wanted to punch that bitch in my head like, Joe. Please don't. Why don't you, why don't y'all see when y'all self-absorbed? As a man. Because you're absorbed in yourself. Nothing else matters. That's sad. But then you sing and talk to your therapist about, like, you trying and you want to be loved and all that shit. I don't want to harp on their personal relationship because you asked me. Am I outside? 
What she doing to Issa to me, even though we know how it is, is 100% wrong in a friendship. Because to go back to Issa through the block party, although Issa comes off as a leech user a little bit, where you be like, damn, you always need some. What the simple request was, could you ask your boyfriend to help me? And because you acting brand new, because you got something serious, you don't want to step on no toes or whatever. Why I like Andrews? Because he remind me of me. It's like, damn, this one no big deal. I don't want to get in no girl shit, but like, damn, I helped your girl out. But Molly, I suppose, had reasons to feel disrespected. Like, you went behind my back and talked to my man. But come on, Joe, you could have did this. Right, because Molly also went behind her back in the last season and told... Um, Nate, not to show up. There you go. It's even. So it's like because Molly's self-absorbed, you forget when you take liberties. So when she does it back, you want to fucking make a scene and make motherfuckers think y'all got a gun, which is still fucking funny when they get they got a gun and they got wild and shit. So watching Issa try like to like rekindle their friendship at the brunch and shit. Like it to me, this me with relationships, friendships, or whatever. If we get here and sit down, we finna fix it. Ain't no, oh, this was nice, and we leave and it's still some tension. Cause when she sent that text that went to Issa's phone, yeah, like see, Andrew, I'm trying with her. That's that was lame as hell to lame me because it's fuck. like it was lame as fuck. You should have just been doing it. And like felt the way about it, but like she just said like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And but and, but it was phony to me. It was a well acted scene because like mm-hmm. she had me like pull back in. Like they was reminiscing about the old apartment. You could tell Issa was like trying to like make it feel so. But Molly was rehashing like, girl, da-da-da. hell yeah, that apartment stink. We did it, and it was cool. They saw the little drink again, and it should have just been cool. Yeah, but like, so do you feel like Molly didn't want to be cool? Yeah, I feel like Molly, she said it when they walked out, when she went after her, like, man, we might have outgrown each other, Joe. And it's like, I guess as I get older, I don't see me having that type of situation with my core friends. I kind of understand it going from teenage, high school, adult to grown man. Whereas like those people that you've been cool with, y'all might go down separate lanes or whatever. But because Molly and Issa, like, how me and Mike is, me and Christine, it's like, I could never see us outgrowing each other. We might not spend time as much together mm-hmm. no more, but it'll never be what they have. And yeah, friendships be off a little bit. You be like, man, you don't feel like it's tension at time. We around each other, but it's like that type of shit shouldn't get to the point where you essentially breaking up with your friend. Mm-hmm. That's weird as hell to me. Yeah, because I feel like with Molly, um, not to bash Molly, but... It's like she was growing, like, jealous. But it's like you didn't even want to be my friend. Like, you were tired of helping me, tired of doing X, Y, Z, always being the one who had it. And then when she started, when Issa started getting close to Condola, you was feeling jealous. Away. You was feeling away. And then it made you even worse that Issa continued to be cool with her, even after she found out that she was, like, talking to Lawrence. Like, mm-hmm. why the fuck did you talk to this girl? Like, you have no reason. I have no reason not to talk to her. Like, she's basically been helping me all summer long. And we've been talking about the man without knowing the man. Exactly. Now, this is what my normal nigga kick in. Because I could see it both ways. Where it's like, me and the homie talking, blah, blah, blah. Like, you saw Plug Love? Did you see that? What? Sounds gay. Sounds like a gay porn. It is. It's about... Well, I don't want to give it away because you might. I got you to watch Atlanta. 
Plug love essentially is based around something like what Issa and Condola had. Where it's like you talking about a girl, but y'all never say the name. Mm -hmm. And now... Like the same girl song. Same, uh, right. But it's two street niggas. Okay. And you put a girl that motherfuckers don't know... And that's all I got to give you. You can imagine how I played that. Where's Plug Love at? Um, it was on Netflix or Amazon, so you might be able to locate it. it. I actually, like, it was one of them things on Facebook where, like, everybody was talking about it. This girl I used to mess with, she had it on. I never watched it. Then, like, Danny came over one day, and I'm like, let me see what's to this shit. We had watched that So you other took one. something from another girl and gave it to... And put can we edit Facebook Live? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think your phone is ringing. <laughs> I hope it will. It caught all that. Um, I say that's day, y'all. He must have heard the light skin joke I made yesterday. Darn it! Slid <laughs> <laughs> down the wall, motherfucker. Um, okay, I gotta do it again. Light <laughs> skin, that's what they back on the wall and scoot down. Um, hilarious. What's that other movie with um the black dude? They just put it in the show. No, the dude from This Christmas, uh, Soul Christmas, it's two of them. It's a book. Damn, you know the name of this. For the love of so Oh, my God, we just watched it. They just put the new one in the show. You know the damn movie. I'm going to look it up. As you know. type, I promise you know the name of this damn movie. But anyway, we watched both of them. It was one in 17, it was one in 20. They thought he died, but he, whatever. True to the game? True to the game. Couldn't remember the damn True movie. True to the game. Look, she knew True that shit. Columbus Short? That's his right. name. I never remember his name. I'm like, dude from them black Christmas movies and shit. Juanita Mayer in, in um, Barbershop? Is that him? The Senate dude? I don't think so. I always confuse him with the other black dude. Right, no, because that black dude is dark-skinned. Doesn't look shit like Columbus Short. Man, I'm bad with people. I don't know words or songs. I just be in my own world like this. But you know Throw Baby. Come on, baby. Let's go. I didn't even like it because I, I was like, damn, they demeaning y'all. Once women didn't care, I'm like, fuck it. I tried. If y'all won't let me throw baby, then I'm doing the shit. Anyway. Um... Check out Plug Love. Um, when you are in the middle of something, you it's hard because if I find out I've been cool with you and you now fuck with my ex, I'm going to feel away. Issa was mature about it as I think you would be. I can't... She tried, but he wasn't. Cause... No, remember, we were talking about Issa yeah. being cool with Condola. Yeah. Condola was like, damn, I ain't know. Issa was still ready like, to be like, yeah, I ain't know either, but I still need your help. So mm -hmm. hopefully, you know, this could still, like, she just was basically doing a job, basically, at that point. I couldn't even do the job. I can't, this is my thing. I can't be cool with somebody who's seen a girl I'm in love with naked. It's always in my mind. Okay. And then how do you feel about Tiffany knowing the entire time? That's where, like, it depends on the layers of friendship. It's like, if I say something, I'm being messy. If I don't, I'm not being a good friend. Is that a good friend to who? Because Tiffany was Condola's friend. It's like, I don't, because Issa is more of my friend. 
I don't want to... Kelly is suffering. Right. But they all a group. So it's like, if I say something to her, I could potentially torpedo her fucking project. And No, ruin. she knew the whole time. They met at her baby shower. True. So, right, they the block party shit wasn't on yet. No. Oh. I And I don't want to contradict myself. And Tiffany didn't tell anyone. She didn't even tell Kelly. So, that means I'm letting, I'm minding my business, Joe. That's, and then she was, she tried to play it off. Like, I forget, I think it was at the mixer that they had in the backyard when she was trying to get sponsors, if I'm not mistaken. That they got cool. No, it was when it came out that Tiffany knew because Tiffany was there, Condola was there, and Issa was there. And she walked up and it was like a scene like, oh, hi, Condola. Like, you remember that time, that one time at my baby shower when you met that man and you told me about, like, you went on one date with him and it meant absolutely nothing. Like, and he wasn't, like, he was just a shitty ass man. And then Condola looking like, I never said that shit because right. Lawrence is a great guy. Right. That was her way to try to, okay. Yeah. So Tiffany knew the entire time, and all conflicts could have been averted. Well, Tiffany just liked that, Joe. She just that. Is that acceptable? It's not, but like when you look at a friendship group, male or female, you always had that one friend where you, if you would have ever been honest with yourself, like, Joe, well, how are we even cool? But it's like you've been cool with them so long that you ignore their bitch ass tendencies. I don't know what females say, but we all got that friend where you'd be like, Joe. You the instigator of the group. You live for this shit. But they add something that you need. Like, they might actually be a good person. You could call them for money. But you tolerate them. But, like, as much as I know, like, her character, like, she technically don't got to get involved in that shit. Because girls be on some messy shit, Joe. It's like... You ain't with them no more. But I'm just saying, though, she could have at least told Condola, like, that's Issa's ex. But Issa not my friend, though. Issa is Tiffany's friend. I know. Issa not Condola friend. Like, why do that matter? She Because once you've seen them working together, you've seen them exchanging numbers. Like, you just let everything play out. You will feel away. I would, I would feel away. Yes, I would feel away. It's only because she didn't tell either Dang, side. what up, fool? Doing the show. Just oh. I'm like you. She didn't tell either side. So basically, like you and your friend group, friend, friend group, right? Jack and Coke is kicking in. Uh oh, she's drunk in the daytime. Darn it! Don't say that. I have to drive later. Oh damn! Right, not a fans you just watching. Took one sip. Right, the fans watching. Oh, my bad, bro. Anyways, so with your friend group, okay? So we're gonna put. Dayo. Dayo. Triple D. Dayo on one side. And we're going to put Devin on the other. And you in the middle. Okay. Right? Yes. You're in the middle. So we are at your shoe a I got a shoe a You got a shoe a You selling all your shit or whatever. And Blase Skippy, right? So now I am Triple D's ex. Mm-hmm. And I walk in and I meet Terrence for the first time. Dayo. Okay. Yes. For the first time. And... You see it all happening. I kind of think y'all, oh, I know you on that. Because if Dale talking to you, he might just be having a conversation, which, where is Triple D, though? Triple Why D don't you see a, them talking? He's Like, Issa went home. He went home. Oh, okay, so Devin left. Mm-hmm. I'm still there. It's your party. But, okay, right. It's like, it was party, Tiffany right. Baby Shower. Okay, cool. So, I just happened to see y'all talking. Do I know? Right, and so then... 
You don't know what our conversation is about. But then, like a week or so goes back past, and Dale tells me tells you like I went out with an old girl. She was cool. Da da. And what do you do at that moment? See, now you get I'm like, Joe, do is him and Devin cool? They are. They know of each other. Yeah, they know of each other. Okay, you might because they met at the party too. Right, I might be like, because like when you needed somebody to help you plan it, Dale wasn't there, but Devin was. So Triple D helped you plan the whole party, but they just he just left early, and now you're quote unquote one of your best friends from your circle friends shows up to the party and is able to stay for the entire party, and then there's me, and now you found out that we went out, but you're like. Okay, so how I'm supposed to like have brunch and things like that without this coming out because nothing is it was nothing done to stop it from happening. Okay, right. So I was just gonna say you're gonna blame me because remember I didn't know. Should what I blame was. you? You can't. When because- I came to you, when when Dayo came to you, when he told you like, yeah, I really feeling shorty. Like I think you know like. This could be some consistent. What would you say then? I think I do gotta tell them, but because I know they're not really friends, I'm like, oh yeah, um. You remember um, Devin that was at the party, Joe? That was his motherfucking ex. I'm giving you the heads up. I don't know if he still got feelings for it, but now you know. Right. Be- just proceed with. So that's our- what that's see. That's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like. That's Tiffany why I feel like Tiffany. Did. Tiffany could have done that, especially because Condola's her friend, and she didn't just come to her and tell her like this was just a one time thing. She was like, like, "I'm feeling them." Like I'm feeling them. Damn, Joe, it's just, it comes off as messy, I don't feel like it comes off as messy only because you're protecting both of your friends. Because had you told them, it wouldn't have stopped anything that Condola and Issa had, I mean, Condola and Lawrence had going on. Because, again, that's not her friend. She could talk to him, but it's like, now I gotta, I have a heads up. So I know, like, I don't want to be around this girl too much because I know that's his ex. And that will appear messy. Right. So it's like, but you don't know if that's what happened once you open your damn mouth. Right, but so now Dale don't want to be around Devin. No, but before I'm saying like work with them, they can still be around each other. Cause without them working together, the relationship status between her and Lawrence would have never been relevant to anything else. They could have went to dinner together, brunch together, girls' nights, babysat together, did anything together, and that would have never come out because it had no reason to. But you kind of right. It's like to come back to the person knowing. The fact that you know all these scenarios could play and you could just put it out there and cover yourself, you kind of get to. I feel like saying nothing, it's like you got to, it's like you fighting a war like to keep them apart. But she didn't even fight the war to keep them apart because you let them introduce each other. You let them start working together and you still didn't say anything. If you knew how me and Dale are about being cursed with knowledge that we don't want. When we get put in, you be like, Joe, we'll see when our homies talk with somebody and it'll be something, you be like, oh, why do I have to know? <laughs> and you just be put in that awkward ass situation. But yes, I am the poster child for people thinking I know shit that I really don't know. But you I really know knew of, that shit. But you knew it's that just, shit. Uh, and you see my eyes. I was like, I don't want to be in that shit, Joe. You, here go his number. Call him. Y'all talking about that shit. I'm going to go to the crib, move these shoes, and go home. I don't want to be. Well, he loved her and that you. I don't want to be I in that I feel like shit, it though. didn't have to go that deep. All of that breaking down, saying who's who, what's what, what meant who to who. Like, I feel like all of that did not need to be disclosed. But what needed to be disclosed was, hey, Condola, that's Issa's ex. 
Simply put. Simply put. Like, that's all I got to say. That's her ex. And I guarantee Condola would have never worked with Issa. Because Issa tried to keep it, even though, like, she was still, like, you know, mirror bitching herself with the, you know, you can do this shit, you got this shit, trying to be mature about the whole situation. Condola just couldn't do it because once she told Lawrence, like, you know, yeah, I met your ex, then he started changing. Because yeah. then he went to see her, then he texting her phone, now he want to be back with her. So it's but like... But see, no, don't do that, Jazz. That's a le- He could have always wanted to be back with her. But he would have had no... Like, oh, you know the girl I've been working with? Who's doing like because he had plans. Right. He he had plans on going to the black party with like, oh yeah, I'm gonna bring him to the mixer. I'm gonna bring him here and I'm gonna do this with him. We're gonna do this and that. He would have never wanted to do any of those things had they known day two, like, oh yeah. You're Issa's ex and I know Issa too. Like Why is the world so small in the black community, Jan? The world is small everywhere. Like I'm pretty sure I said this like probably like five episodes ago. People don't really date strangers. It's very few degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. It's little as two, sometimes mm-hmm. even one. But, and that's because, like, people, we don't really do stranger danger. Right. You kind of stay in the same circle. You got to stay in either, either the same circle or outside circle. It's very rare to, to find stranger danger and, like, stay there or, like, to not know anything, anyone that that person is associated with. That that's so different from me. I mean, as I say with Danny, Danny is sorta of through Dale, but then she's short sorta of through the other jazz areas that loves the show. So it's kinda of like what you said, right. but like for the most part, any girl that I like is on social media and I don't really know them. We kinda of be so I'm the guy that would go way out. So somebody don't that, that don't connect to nobody because I don't like all this. What well, is your ex? And it's just irritating. See, them. it's not even about being the ex. Like we can take it. We're not gonna take it the the Dale route because I never say it wrong. I always say Dale like the PC. <laughs> um, we're gonna take it the Jasmine route. Like that's just like a friend. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, that's a friend of a friend right there. That's who would have known? Right. right. So who would have known? But it just goes to show, like people. The so Danny will represent what you said, the outside circle. Yeah, she is an outside circle, but, but it's not really close, outside. Because yeah, I'm close. close with Jasmine. Damn it. Well, like I say, that's rare. I usually wouldn't, because like, uh, like, I don't like using people's name for job references or a hookup. Because that means you involved in it. Oh, no. Please do not use my name for any vagina. I told my brothers. I told my <laughs> friends. I even probably told, like, three of my cousins. Please do not sleep with my friends. Please do not sleep with my brothers. Because um, you ain't in it. Because not only am I not in it, I will no longer speak with you. You will get rid of the friend, yes. Molly? You're done. Yes. I don't think that's fair because if they do it without, like you say, using you as a reference or coming to you... You f- See, I mean, I say that. Sleeping together in one night stand, it can happen. Relationships, it can't happen. Because I'm not going to ever go against my family. I don't care okay. what he did. Like, I'm, I, would, I won't go against him. He could have cheated on And The only way I'll probably go against him is, is if he beats you. But since I know he won't beat your ass, then I what can't. What if he I do won't. beat ass? What do you do now? She had to do something. Like, he caught her with another man. That's what I'm talking about. You a good <laughs> sister. Pound up. Yeah, so it's like, I will I will not go. I will go against my brothers for a lot of things. They ate my food. Yeah. They used my debit card. Ooh. They drove my car. Ooh. But I will not go against them for you. So, anything, like, that you have to say to them, like, girl, their girlfriends include, like, anything bad you have to say, like, I will listen. But 
I will always be on my brother's side. So do you respect that if a sister do that to you? If a sister do what to me? If you, the boyfriend, I mean the girlfriend. I have, I don't know how to say Well, I have done something with a friend's relative, and I didn't tell them for years because I, that's, no, it's not going to happen. I'm not, she's not going to betray Taking her. It. Yeah, it's not going to be. you knew. Right, and I'm not going to so put her in that away. I'm not going to feel away. Okay. So to prevent any ways of feeling, it's nothing happened. I respect that. Nothing happened. I can rock with that. Yeah, because it's like, nah, it won't happen. It's not right. I don't even understand how people do it. It's this damn six degrees, as you were saying. What do you, because do you want me to go to the end, the bombshell? Because I can focus on episode eight, the day. That's the one for me when I told you when we was watching Atlanta. Like, Said it was low, the title of that episode was Low Key Happy. Joe, low-key like, happy. That gave me so many feelings about my real life that I'm like, now why the fuck would Jazz make me watch this episode and come and talk about it? So it's about episode eight, right? Yeah. So for those of you who may have watched or may have not watched or you want to get into Insecure, the episode is called Low-key Happy. And this is when Issa and Lawrence finally, finally go out together to discuss everything that has happened between them while they was together when they weren't together and it was just like it's the most realest show the realest thing you could ever want is something that everybody probably wants from a man a man probably wants this from a woman when i say they died they talked about everything and it's only 30 minutes long so you know they was talking fast but i even fast (laughs) they were just touching all the main points it's like how you would come to somebody like, I, want, I just want closure. They gave each other closure. They gave each other openings. They gave some more closing. They gave them some new routes in life. Some, I want to do this. They gave each other apologies. They gave each other literally everything. It was question, all questions were answered. Who, what, when, where, and why. It's all answered in episode eight. And when I tell you, like, you will watch it and you'll be like, oh my God. <laughs> like you would just want to watch it again and again and again and again and that on, only that episode because it was like when he walked when he fake walked away I was like on the real Joe I'm like yeah and because we do and this is why you know Insecure is so brilliantly written shout out to Easter to Ray. put that part in and but add comedy like they ain't use dang you they use like one of her randoms that's so tactless that. Nigga, you TSA with a whole fuck, thing. TSA buddy. You, you with your girl right now. Whole telling fucking her new or you don't know if your ass who is oh yeah, I, I fuck with her. Like niggas will whoop your ass or that, but like how they did it, like dude in his own world and Lawrence being sarcastic, like, how you know her? And he's like, good. Yeah. He's like, nigga, I used to fuck with her, yeah, dude. And he was in and out. His girl like, nigga, we gotta go. But you can tell she felt the way. And then like you say, Lawrence was like, alright, I gotta go. And like they did the great pan. They went in her aloof face where she don't know what the fuck going on. And I'm like, nah, I actually was like, Come on, Lawrence, don't do this shit, Joe. And then he set up for the little art walk, which that was good. Um, it was great. When you said, because we ain't going to leave off eight just yet. Every man does want that, Joe. I don't care what you think. We talked about this. We handed at it on, if you know, you know, last night about um, men... The torment of how you would get my pussy away. 
We know you got to have emotional bonds and all that. So it's like, we put on this to share like, man, she cheated fucker. But you want to be like, how could the girl that I'm loving, thinking about marrying, go give it to somebody else? So it's like... And then her explanation was just like... It was real, though. She was like, I felt I felt like it was nothing I could do for you. Yo, when like, she said I ride around just not to come home... Because then, I don't know what type of you I'm going to get. When I say, like, I was just like, oh, my God. You've been there. You've that been is there. so, like, you're like, I don't even want to go in the house. I'm staying out. I'm, I'm finna just stay out. I have no purpose outside. But I'm just going to stay out just so I don't have to deal with the major what-ifs that's going to come when I walk through this door. That's That shit was so real. It hit home because, like I say, like, Lawrence represents most majority of men. I don't give a fuck. So that mean that's you? You a no, I identify in that scene like, Joe, I was him. When you be depressed and feeling low as a man, you be telling yourself you not taking it out on your woman or change, but you really do. So remember, I'm the guy that's willing to own up to my mistakes. I might keep making them, but my one quality is I'm going to tell you like, yeah, I'm kind of bogus with that shit. So... His explanation as I'm identifying with you, I can see it. Do you at least sympathize that I'm feeling low of a man? Right. I'm very happy that he was able to admit admit it. it because a lot of men don't admit it. And for those of you who didn't watch, Lawrence admitted, like, you know, I just was low. Like, it was nothing. I feel like it was nothing I could do for you, for us, for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just at a standstill. I was stuck. I basically, he basically admitted to giving up. He was like, seeing you get yeah, up every day and go to work, and I'm just sitting here doing nothing. Like, I, I don't feel like a man doing that. Like, and I believe that Lawrence's mother and father in the show, they're still together. So it's like, it's very hard for him to see this from what he came from. Oh, yeah. And what and he's like, used to. And even what you saying that, like. And you, all his friends got jobs. Yeah. Even the fucking. Because you put me in the mind of, I cannot think of his, his name. His homie? The light-skinned one? Yeah. But not uh not Tiffany's husband, the other one. The real estate man. He um on SEAL team. So it's like, if you watch that. To see his character on this, and then you'll see him on that, you wouldn't even know. But do you know that Derek, that's Tiffany's husband name, right? Yeah. Derek is in Snowfall. I'm trying, I think. He's the Mexican, I mean, he's the Mexican now. Like, in the recent season that just happened that was making his I brother do all the coke. Like, I was looking at him like, that looked like Derek. Is I that Derek? I know his face, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's Derek. They rotate through networks. I mean... You know these shows, that's why it's so different these days. Like these shows are seasonal quick. Them of us gotta still get money. So you might catch me over here. You might catch me in that. So yeah, like even Atlanta, um, Paperboy, he in a, a lot of movies, he been making cameos and a lot of shows. Darius. Darius. He in um Thank remember, me later something with the weird voice. I remember Darius from uh the Netflix movie. I can't think of what it is. Um, but basically him and a girl was together for a long time. He was with like a little Mexican chick and then they ended up breaking up. I could not think of the name of the know. fucking movie. But he getting a push like he, he, they, if the movie industry wasn't doing what it was doing with COVID and shit, like Darius was getting a push and paperboy, you know, Donald Glover all over the world. So it's like those three are like little hidden gems mm-hmm. to be on one show and season four, uh, Atlanta should be season two, three. Well, I'm trying to, no, right. It'll be season three. It should be coming back this year, too. Can't wait till you catch up to season two. With me saying identifying in Lawrence, like, 
It don't even take the fact that you grew up seeing your mother and daddy, you know, together, both work and one work, whatever. That, from a scumbag nigga to super hardworking nigga, like, once you see your girl grinding, you didn't even really need to say example. It's something in your own mind that, like, yeah, this probably ain't right that I'm still <laughs> in the bed and she getting up and getting out and out. To be fair to me, I know that Jazz, this got to take off. I'm not a nine to five guy. I've never been. So I. So you on your acrimony stuff? I yes, I I'm him. And if we ever broke that damn movie down, um, I need I want to do something because I don't want to see my girl grinding. But I don't technically got to get up when you get up. Maybe your ass work at 7 and I go in at 11. See you later. But it's like when you know you're not bringing nothing. Essentially strong ass. When you're not bringing nothing to the table, you feel low as a man. So when we have those rough patches, like when he said it, it was really like, I was thinking about going home. Women don't know how deep that is. That's a lot of bum niggas, so this is going to fall on deaf ears. We don't want to go home. I will sleep from couch to couch, even though it'll never be me. Fuck with girls that ain't my type or whatever. Before I could go back to my mama house, who will welcome me with open arms. But me, personally, I can't have sex and know my mama up front. Like, I need my mama to see me as a good little boy. I can't. It's niggas that don't care. Like, it's niggas that's wild like shit. My mama know how I get out and I be like, Joe, how you fucking and your mama up front, Joe? So I can never go home. But when it gets to that point of you thinking like, Joe, I might got to move back in this motherfucker. That is a, the lowest of low points for me. And I could get why like I ain't interested in no pussy. You heard her say it. Like, you ain't want sex. You ain't want to hang out. You, you just rock bottom, Joe. Okay, so before we close it out and we go to the episode number 10, Low-Key Loss. Before we talk about it, I wish we had a timer. We're going to, in our minds, use the timer. And I'm going to say what I got to say. We only got 30 seconds piece for all the other episodes. Okay, so episode one, Low-Key Feeling Myself. This is before the mixer. And this is when Molly started to feel Andrew. How did you feel? I mean, I appreciate it because you just know Molly dating life was just a wreck. It was only unique because of how they all met at that little Woodstock type thing. Yeah. That episode was funny as hell, Joe. But I I like Andrew cool as hell, Joe. All right. I feel like Molly had no reasons not to have feelings for Andrew. So it's like, okay, girl, like stop playing with him. because no, it was, really was like a right. one night standish thing. Right, but she then he came back, and then she was just looking at him. Like, she was trying to be disgusted by him when it was nothing, like, that was basically wrong with him. Mm-hmm. She was looking for reasons to not be happy. Okay, episode two, low-key distant. This is the episode when Lawrence gets uncomfortable with what's going on with Condola and Issa, and he doesn't know how to respond. And this is um when you they basically, Condola and Issa basically tried to, Talk about Lawrence in a yeah. joking way. Like, yeah. who the fuck eat mayo on a french fries? Like, <laughs> come on now. That episode was funny to me because it's like something I could never do. Like, I can't be, like, essentially cool with somebody, as I say not to be redundant, that's, like, messing with a girl I mess with 
wants or that is weird. So it's like that awkward uncomfortableness it added to the humor of the episode. Yeah, I feel like you got to kind of get rid of the elephant in the room, especially because they have both tried to develop such a great working relationship. And they were cool. Like, they were literally talking about this nigga without knowing who the nigga was. So it's kind of like, oh, damn, like, is it really that? Okay, so now Thanksgiving. Low-key thankful. Episode three. Molly goes to celebrate yes, with her family, Issa, and her brother Amal. They come up with their own thing for Thanksgiving. And Lawrence goes to the Friendsgiving at Condola's house where her friend was drunk as hell telling her business. Yes, yes, yes. That episode sticks out because the headline is Molly and her daddy. Like, it's disappointing to me. I mean, I don't know the daddy daughter relationship. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, but it's like yo mama cool with it. This grown people, you don't have a place. And she made it awkward for the whole family and shit. And it's like, I mean, I don't want to play that. Like maybe that broke your heart because you look up to your daddy's like this hero. He a human he made a mistake and your mama moved on. It's important for you to manage your business. That was the episode when the brother, Issa and her brother went and her mm-hmm. mama, boyfriend, mama boyfriend had a heart attack. Yeah, he had to go to that shit was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and they end up at the Mexican spot Yeah, that shit was funny. Her little gay brother be funny as hell, Joe. Right. He be saying some slick shit. It be funny as hell. And then when you said Lawrence, like, that was the episode where I'm like, Joe, this why, like, when we talked about, like, when you date, and I say this on many, I don't want to know your friends. Because, like, somebody going to say some shit. And, man, and man, oh, man. And they was all African with the shit and shit. Yeah. Irritating me. What about to say? So, with that episode, for me, like, yeah, with the Molly and her family thing, like, I could kind of understand, you know, you don't want to see your dad, you know, cheating on your mom, and then your mom just going back and being so happy about it. Issa and Amal, of course, they're always a great combination. And I could really see them, like, being for real brother and sister. But that Friendsgiving... It was basically like so Condola was overreacting to their relationship for one and getting upset and was talk, talk about him to talk about him with Issa because to your friends you just made it sound like I was just a fuck. So why did you really even want me here? Joe, she She just really I feel like we really started to meet the real Condola at yeah. that moment. Because how could you not want to have your husband's baby? But we're gonna move on from that. Come Episode on. four, low key losing it. Come on, bring me This back. is when um, Tiffany is having her struggles. It's before she leave the baby. This is when everybody came over there, helped her do the laundry and things like that. And Issa get everything together for her block, better, block party, well, partially, with the exception of her headliner because the headliner originally dropped out. And she asked Molly. Molly says no, but she uses... Um, Andrew. And, no, she uses the boy to get to Andrew. Okay, Nate. She uses Nate to get to Andrew yeah. instead of Molly because Molly said no. And, yeah. It's also the episode where Issa and Lawrence are back in the same room. Because they was both at the baby shower, right? No, the baby already here. Right, the baby. They all they was always in the house. Yeah. yeah. They was so all in the house doing laundry and shit. That yeah. was, um, because they had the talk in the backyard, right? Mm-hmm. I felt like that. And Molly I, was watching from upstairs. Trying to no. be like, mm, you talking about me, but you doing this shit with him. And, and she that's like, what it is. Like, it's not a comparison of less evils because... Her and Lawrence were basically literally having an innocent conversation. Yeah, that's when, like, you see who Molly is. Molly is at tit for tat, keep score. I want to bring it back to you when you fuck up, friend. And like you said, she was hard watching them. 
or whatever. But like that was an episode that it showed um, Tiffany and Nick. What's the chunky lady name? Kelly. Kelly. Kelly funny as hell. Kelly. Kelly gets all she credit. She is actually the writer the, of the show. She is. I thought Issa was a writer. Kelly. Kelly? Funny as fuck. Kelly is funny. Kelly is hilarious. Uh, but you saw their friendship dynamic kind of played out on that. Like, Kelly, like, kind of was feeling the way, like you said, condoling all the new girls was getting to do shit. And she looking like, bitch, I'm your best friend or whatever. So they had their moment. Molly actually stepped in, had them go outside and talk, and they squashed their little beef. So it was tension amongst all four of them mm -hmm. and they separate friend clique. So I'm glad you, you they showed that. Like Derek and Lawrence was very funny as hell too. Cause he know what type of wife he got and he just endured. Like you gotta watch episode four. It was very fucking funny. But uh like you say, like that episode how it went off, I thought that was an episode Lawrence was finna like let Issa know what it was. But I think in that backyard he got a text from Condola. So he just Love. and Issa mm -hmm. was like something. He was like, I'll talk to you later. All right, so now episode five. Low key moving on. This is when she had the block party and they have all these memor all these memories. We got the guest that she wanted, the headline that she wanted. Tiffany is drunk than a bitch because she don't have to deal with that baby today. Mm -hmm. And for some odd reason, Kelly had a boo that thought that she was fucking British. <laughs> like, come on, Jenna. And Molly attempts to be upset at Issa for going behind her back. Yeah, that episode we talked about already. Yeah, so we did. But with this motherfucking boo that Kelly had she for the night. And then that. she kept it going. Like, no, no, no. This thing, I think I'm from, I'm from London. <laughs> she just kept it going. Until they started. There was somebody like, they shoot. She's like, run, nigga. <laughs> he was like, what up to your accent? Nigga, you slow, bro. You are so slow. So moving right along, we are going to go to episode six. This is low-key done. Issa only wants positive vibes, mm -hmm. and she is basically trying to you know, do the same thing again. She's trying to network more with the vendors that she has set up, and Kelly urges Issa and Molly to, like, get it together. Like, y'all need to rekindle y'all friendship because y'all have been friends for too long. This episode, when, when it went out, she saw her in the restaurant, right? Yeah, and she and walked away. So, yeah, like, you knew that it was bad, like... Not to go back to five, their argument, like things were said, like in a relationship, friendship, shit that you really can't come back from from saying my bad. Mm -hmm. So you knew it was awkward or whatever. I think this is also the episode with the Dan and Dash, right? When she went to D.C. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that was Issa being vulnerable, thinking she made new friends. Just that fast. Just that fast or whatever. She felt like yeah, she was vibing. Don't happen and they fast. was using her and her little money. Yeah, Issa, this show was good because it just makes you want to... She is a disaster, bitch. Like I said, like she only... Don't call her a disaster, bitch. She but is, Jenna. Why would she go to the bathroom and not take, take all her stuff so you could have walked out right along like they was gone, you was gone? Man, you but see, you think you made some new friends. They ain't never give you that vibe. Mm -mm. It is what it is, but this goes back to how we started our show. 
while we all at this table, split this check or something. And restaurants need to make you pay for the food before you eat, in my opinion. Because no, I'm never going to I'm not going to pay for shit that I don't want. I understand. I'm, I'm, the, I'm sending it back ass bitch. That's me. Excuse me. Episode 7. Episode 7. Low key tripping. This is when Molly and Andrew. Christina's here. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, Christina. Christina. Nice of you to join us. Wait, I hate because I didn't tag her. Because I want her to watch, but I think we're doing enough to not give it away. Mm. So, Christina, whatever you've seen, whatever you think you heard, still watching the, the season was everything. It man. really was. Episode 7, low-key tripping. This is when Molly and Andrew, they take their vacation or whatever. She is about to oh, be. Yeah. She meet his brother and the wife. And, yeah. Whew. Okay, so this episode was the one. That where, showed you that Molly was a bitch. Not so much because this is the when you date outside your race, mm-hmm. you're welcoming it. Like, and that's why I say, like, Megan actually talked about this yesterday. Like, I want to sleep outside my race because I'm curious. I would you never. You won't pink me. I yes, I got to know what it feels like. I got to know how they move. Look how you looking. I just want to know. I can't see me being. We miss you not being here too, Chris. Have fun in the days. Be safe. Um, I want to know what the other women feel like, but I can't be with you day to day because race relations kick mm-hmm. right in. Like you know, the Molly dating the Asian guy. So like his brother, the, the his wife, cool. But the brother kind of like outspoken, you know, he had a few too many. And it's like, I'm mad at the brother, but I'm not because he just wanted to understand why she instantly thought it was some racism shit, you know. And Andrew being a little brother, like he going to say so much, but it's still his big brother. So it's kind of like he going to let him say what he wants. So Molly being the B word that you said, she goes to cloud 10 off of just general question but like me being a black man it's like another race asking me why i think something is racism it's kind of gonna be like wait you can't even ask me that because you never know so it's one of them in the social climate we live in they had to put one of them woke woke episodes in so what you think about that shit i feel like with the episode with everything that you do, it's not in what you say, but it's how you say it. The aggression that Molly always has sometimes can be taken off as a, wait a minute, like, you don't got to talk to me like that. And that's how the brother was kind of taking it. And she basically just went straight off the back, like, you will know what I go through. Um, I feel as though everyone who isn't of the Caucasian descent, everyone who isn't white, had may have... They have the opportunity to experience racism. And for her to just write them off, like... Mm-hmm. It was just like kind of hard, and the wife was trying to calm him down, and Molly was just being aggress- aggressive towards the whole situation. Like, yes, I understand you're upset. I was mad as fuck too. Like, mm-hmm. give me this fucking towel. Right. Who the fuck is gonna be in this random ass fucking hotel without staying here? Right. Don't. And I wouldn't even got the towel. I wouldn't even want his key card. I'm gonna stay back here and watch. Ask him for that key card. On the Ask him for that shit. I'm gonna make you do your job until you don't want to do your everybody. job. Nobody. Right. I'm gonna sit that bitch. What time we get off? Because that's real. how long I'm finna sit here and play with you. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it was a perfect situation because, like, it's so well written. It wasn't like this blatant thing that'll make you, even though you said that's your response. It's one of the things where it's like, 
You can just be like, fuck it and go about your day. Or you be like, you know what? Hell no. Now I'm Hell on no. Hell no. Like, so they put I, went to, I went to a pizza place. And when I was out of town, my baby for her birthday. And I had five kids with me. And they COVID is four. So basically, it was six of us. And I seen this Hispanic family sitting down. And the waiter who took our order was Hispanic. And she tried to play me. And I said, you let them sit there and eat a whole meal. You're not going to put me out. Mm. You're not going to say anything to me. Well, if security walk past, well, let security walk past then. Who in charge here? Because at this point, they just sat here, ate their meal. You done went to their table, picked up their shit. And you not even finna place my order. Nah, bitch. Somebody finna do something about this. I like that. I me being a fire sign, like you, Sagittarius Aries, I'm your true love sign. Remember that you love Sagittarius. We, yeah, like when something ain't right, it's very hard for me not to shoot off. So in your situation, yeah, it would have been that. But right, and I told them kids, I said, y'all go sit down. Just calm and nicely. But go sit down. I digress. We're somewhere with somebody else is making my food. We're not staying here now. Two different people. Two different people. She don't even move from the front desk. She just take orders. Hey man, people. It was like people. a pe- like it was like a pizzeria type of thing. Like they just wait for the ticket and then the man in the back cooking put it on mm-hmm. top of the box. Right? Don't play with me. I and then I bought it back and got another one. Oh, break right. the system. Um, episode eight. nine. We oh episode we, eight. Low key happy. We did this episode and gives you everything plus more. If you don't, but we no, we didn't do the part I thought you. We're going to say, because as much as I identify Lawrence, he pissed me off. You can't think she's going to be in the bathroom that damn long. To me. Let her leave and then hit Condola. But I'm a nigga. That motherfucking phone, Condola was hitting his ass all night. My nigga, you would eat to answer that shit to mine or when she go. Mm, this oh, yeah, because like, it's getting depressing now. It's <laughs> yeah, getting depressed. I'm forgetting. He looking at old girl call. She like, man, you want to come through? Blah, blah. He like, I'll let you know. Then she wouldn't let us. So he's like, can I use your bathroom? She got to see his apartment. Um, She saw he had changed and grew. You knew she felt the way. Like this, damn, this a whole new person. So she impressed. She goes to the bathroom. My nigga said, if you, I'm a nigga, Joe. If I'm a dude that Lawrence, my nigga, you run to your car or whatever. You don't just simply open your door and go to the porch. Females, listen. I know y'all do. Y'all are going to put y'all damn <laughs> in on that door. So forget your ass from the house, Joe. So this nigga get her with the man. I'm going to let you know, blah, blah, blah. Open the door, Issa, right there. I'm like, my nigga, like, come on. This is L.A. shit. We don't do that in Chicago. You don't never do that shit. Um, when Issa, I thought she was going to leave. I'm like, this nigga done fucked up again, Joe. She hit him with a, what if I don't want to leave? So they should have put on the scene from Love and Basketball music. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. How you know, man? Because she did the Break walk she done did the close. This one is warm. Close. This one is warm. Come on, Joe. Ooh, it's hard on the man. And now the storm is over. She gonna finish, y'all. Now starts. We moving All on right. to episode nine. Episode nine. Episode nine. Loki trying. This is the when. Brunch. This is the brunch. Yeah. This is the brunch, and this is Tiffany when. goes missing. Yep, Tiffany goes missing, as well as uh, this is when Molly had to talk with her therapist. Yes, and it's also 
Give Maxwell credit then. Christina, you're not supposed to be watching because I don't want you to know these episodes. You better watch season four, Joe. She needs to. She needs to. Episode nine was funny. I'm going to jump ahead and go back. The bus with the the little gay white man sitting next to Kelly. You remember that? I do remember. I will get to the part when they got off the bus. I yell loud. I ain't going to give it to you. I'll work my way back. So this episode... Issa, like like Jazz say, like Molly, like, man, I want to try, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, coming up, that's when she had the tension with Andrew. Tiffany having postpartum, which I don't take serious. Who am I? I don't want to get my ass whooped. I'm right definitely going to give it to you. Because I'll be for like, baby, you have this goddamn baby. Don't mm-hmm. let the fucking little kid come out and now you don't want the baby. Hold on, baby. What the fuck I'm It's a to? different feeling. Only because I've experienced postpartum when I had my daughter and everything, like, it would make me cry. I was extremely depressed. So y'all had Post- different ways every, to show it. Everybody is different. Everyone is different. Some people don't go through it at all. And with me, my whole thing was, like, I was basically all that she had. I was She was breastfed. Oh, wow. So it's like I can't give her to somebody else to feed her, especially, like, when they're a newborn. They be eat. She only eats for a short amount of time, but she eats very often when okay. they're babies. You know, the smaller oh, they are, you, that's when you was giving them, like, the two-ounce bottles. Even though I know your son is older now, it may be hard for you to think back then. No, I could go back to my only, my little boy. Right. So if you go back to when he was first came home, you was only giving him two ounce bottles, but you was giving that shit like every hour. Hell yeah. Right. So I was at night. It's the worst. So basically, I was basically. I feel like my job only was to feed this baby. I had no life. There was no me outside of her. It was just me. And it made me depressed. What? Yes. So I cried every day. I was hanging up her clothes, like doing laundry one day. And she started crying. And I started crying. Like, why the fuck is this baby crying? She has no reason to be fucking crying right now. Like, God, please make it stop. And I felt as though, like, there's no one that you could turn to. Because... When you're pregnant, like, yeah, you're so happy. Like, I am having a baby. And then when the baby gets here, it can be very stressful and overwhelming. So it feels as though, like, this baby is here. This is my baby. Even though Derek was a great husband, he was very supporting her. And when she opened that door, the only thing that man said to her was, I know, baby, it's okay. He didn't even want an explanation. I guess he understood it. He understood. He understood it because a lot of people don't understand it at all. But postpartum is something that is very weird very real and it can take over someone if you especially if you don't have like a strong support system and that's why every time you go to the doctor like when you first have a baby they always ask the other people to step out and they want to know like how are you doing mm-hmm. as a mother because it's different now like the baby is outside of you and you have to take care of this baby regardless of what you do ask you to take care of that baby damn even though I'm there. Even though you're here, your presence is not a gift. Damn. Sometimes it's just like a curse. Nigga, you here, <laughs> you put this baby inside of me. This baby you won't stop me. crying. This baby won't leave me alone. Take this baby and go away. Okay, it's just, and it felt like this. I'm like, why are you mad at me when you had the baby? Okay, so you're saying that postpartum, it can make y'all become flight risk too. Y'all will run away from the baby. I need to... I need to I already haven't been myself for the past 10 months. Okay. And now, as soon as this baby comes out, if you breastfeed, you're still not you. Because I can't live the life that I did pre-kids. Like, now I have a child, so I can't, like, 
be like, oh, let me get a Jack and Coke with my, I don't know, my hot wings. I have to, let me get some water. Oh. Let me do, and it's not, it's not just about drinking. Of course. It's about like, you know, especially if you're breastfeeding, like I have to eat like the right, try to eat the right food so the baby get the right nutrients because he eating, they're eating what I eat type of thing. So it's like, okay, I have to be more aware. I was already partially aware because I had this baby in my stomach and I'm doing shit that I don't even do, like drinking milk and shit like that. <laughs> like who the fuck wakes up and decide like, oh, I'm going to have a cup of milk today. Not the fuck me ever. Exactly. And now I, I have to you. do it. Right. So... <laughs> So it's different. That's what makes it so real. And that's why I was like, that scene was probably like one of my favorite scenes because it showed like she had a good man. She had a good. She had a good man. Friends too. Yeah, you know Derek was freeing her friends. Yeah, yeah. you know Derek was. He was. Cause Tiffany is bougie, and she bougie bitches not gonna let their friends pay for anything. If you get to a bougie bitch, you better be. You already know. Once you got that bougie bitch, you got her friends too. Oh, cause she telling them they don't need no money. And I'm your man. Why? It don't matter. Oh no, it's okay, girl. Who be coming with us? And she okay. I'm your man. You're our man now. Me out. Mm -mm, You're definitely getting pimped out. And this episode, um, I will. I gotta be Julio White Sox. I hear what you saying. You get to use this bullshit on one baby. Mm-hmm. Don't have a second baby talking about no baby because you already knew. And now maybe just say then come with the first. Day. It's a cutoff with me. Up to three. If you ain't had it by the second child, don't read me none of this shit, baby. You should have got it out the way. This our third child. Fuck you. I wish you would lead a child, but. This was an episode, like I was saying, like, Andrew kind of was, like, fed up with Molly. Like, Joe, like, you always want your own way. It always got to be the way you want it. He took a saying. He get, she didn't want to go to the game. He didn't, she didn't want to go to the game with the brother. He was trying to make it cool. And, like, he didn't directly say, come on, let's reconcile. He tried to make it be like, man, my brother want us to come to the game. Like, that was his olive branch and Molly being Molly and shit. She like, well, nah, she ain't do it just like she was. She did it the way a motherfucker who really don't want to go but don't want to hurt you because you the middleman. Like, nah, y'all go, y'all go have fun, blah, blah. But he felt the way, didn't say nothing. Like I say, made him stay at the thing he had been fed up. So the phone call kind of saved where their tension was going. The episode was funny because they was on this wild goose chase for fucking Molly. The bus Molly. ride was the hilarious. Bus ride was the bus hilarious. ride was fucking hilarious. The little one, the white man telling Kelly, you look like my inner black woman. (laughs) (laughs) I like yelled, Joe. Fuck being on the bus. You saw the little monologue between Derek, Molly, and Issa where like he was kind of talking about him or talking about them too. They doing, we see the writing. We catch it all. Just find my wife. Right. You found me. I just want my wife back. But he was saying like, was it me? Could I have done more? Mm -hmm. And you see Molly and Issa wondering about their friendship. When they got off that fucking bus when dude, the bus driver. Don't press the button. Don't press the button. And she... She hit that motherfucker. They, he flagged at the police. So for some reason, a little gay white man get off the bus, insert himself, and the police, Molly, use her lawyer card. She like, I'm a lawyer. And they make light. Like, they gave you heavy-handed the Asian black racism. Then they brought it back and made a comedy when Molly was like, is it a reason why I'm like, you saw the white cop? I'm like, is this going to be one of them? He like, hell no, nah, we ain't doing none of that. I don't got time for Black Lives Matter. But the part <laughs> of the scene, when that motherfucking white man said, 
fierce. He said some games like you being fierce. And like Kelly tried the final. I had tears in my eyes, Josh. He was like, fierce. Or whatever that little gay ass word he said. And she tried to whoop his ass. I had tears in my eyes. Tears in my eyes from how funny it was. But like you say, it walks you up. 504, they made a little joke. Like Kelly said something slick. When he not, I'm like, Joe, like. Yo, motherfucking girl just laughed. Is this okay? Me being me, because I'm a, a untrusting man, I wanted it to be a nigga in that like, because we finna fuck some shit up. But it's exactly what Jazz said. She had to find herself and all that gay ass shit. Okay, so now, final episode, low-key loss. Molly takes <sighs> Andrew to a work function. This is like the lawyer shit that they had. Mm-hmm. And they struggle to see eye to eye and continue to search for happiness. So, right, I've been using this. Ten, yeah. Yeah. So, well, you know, it kind of was building up to that. So, I don't got to recap that. But it's it's quick because she goes to help Nate. So, now they have a yeah. reason to go over and, like, she ease their tension. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Nate, um, I thought that was episode nine because, remember, Nate, like, said it's a slick shit in the apartment. I know she went to the barber shop. To, to look at that first. But that was after this. That was after all this. That was so like that the last thing. Nine, That's all that she helped them move. And then at 10, she went to the barbershop. Yeah. Neither here nor I feel like she went to the barbershop after the fact because when she went to the barbershop, that's when she seen his face. She was like, I could use this. This would be great. And, and I feel like apologized. the girl. I feel like the girl from We Got Y'all, yeah. she popped up then too. No, we and, and 10 went. He basically apologized for like saying the little slick shit he said. About Lauren. Oh, then he told her that he had schizophrenia. Bipolar. That was mm-hmm. nine. But in ten, he like, man, my bad, blah, blah, blah. I want to be cool, things. blah, yeah. blah, blah. But ten, that is like so far down the bombshell that they leave you with. Because Insecure can't wait to make you missing this shit. Are we going right to it? Are we going to focus on how like Lawrence gets the job? They talk. Hey! table right here right now and, oh, my fucking god i can't even fathom my i can't bring myself to say the things that i'm going to say but i feel like i have to say it. it's necessary to complete the show and lawrence got condola pregnant Damn. and she has decided every time i was in that lay i was with my ex girl. she had decided to keep the baby Joe. And for those of you who were listening, like a few episodes, I want to say episode four, when at the friends <laughs> fucking Mari's giving. here. That bitch Patty, she better flush that baby. Right. I'ma beat her. Because like Lawrence was happy. Issa was even willing to work with him moving to San Francisco. She's like, it's okay. They got planes, they got cars. You my nigga. We happy. And we I'm on my shit. You on your shit. Why would I hold you back? Like this is what you I wanted. might even move down now. I could do what I'm doing here, there. Like, no need for that. Like you a strong black man. You pushing, you pushing, you pushing. And then work. this bitch wanna have a baby by my nigga. This Aye. bitch wanna have a baby by my nigga. She don't even want a baby by her own man. Like, come on, make it make sense. This okay, <sighs> I let Jazz venture. Nah, because I'm upset because I don't even understand. Mar- like she didn't it. even want her own husband's baby, and you want my man's baby for what, Condola? For what, Condola? Mari says she should have had a baby with her husband. Now you signed Lawrence up to be a single parent. Was John Doe American black man? What are you sure is about me? 
if any girl tell me I'm pregnant, even if I know it's... If I tell you I'm having a baby and you say, are you sure it's about me? I'm flipping the motherfucking baby. table well, and better... I'm never speaking to you again. For inquiring minds, inquiring minds need to know. Are you sure it's mine? See, y'all take it as disrespect. It's just you not looking at once I think it's my baby. Anything I had going on, you are now interrupting. So I ain't finna go fuck up my goddamn life if you not even sure I'm your baby daddy. But of course you're gonna say yes and my dumb ass gonna find that on Murray. 12 months later, it ain't my baby, but that's neither here nor there. His reaction kind of was like, what, Mari? Because Mari is in this comments going, in these comments going crazy. Um, she said, make it make sense. Beat his ass if he asks about, is it sure this is my baby? Mari, I got to make sure. I can't just be claiming everybody that tell me they're pregnant. That'll make me a fool. But I just think that it is strange that this woman who didn't want a child... All of a sudden, but then I will sympathize because remember, I'm unbiased. Maybe you gonna sympathize with this bitch having a baby by men that ain't hugs, but you're not gonna sympathize with Tim- with Tiffany carrying a baby and then want to leave that baby with her husband. With because her remember, the baby is out, it wasn't no, it's, it's like no it's, more coke in this Jack and Coke. I'm so sorry, and I'm sick of you. I'm, I'm sick of you. She probably regrets the decision now. That ain't Lawrence Cross to, to carry or bear. But it's like she don't want to make the same mistake twice. She clearly still has us. We hear Lawrence say You pizza. just thought that I was just a fuck buddy. I can't calm down. Unhand me. But then you hear Lawrence call because Lawrence sneaky, Joe. I can't pretend he not. You hear him tell he's like, we had the conversation, it's done. We don't see it. So I don't know. Even though I see him like wanna eat so bad, he's still giving me that kind of I'm in this shit, duck lips. Um, I'm in this shit. But it's like, I don't know. So, Condola coming back pregnant, which just why, Joe? Like, it fucks up Issa hair, but it's the perfect segue because you see Molly and Issa, what do I call them? The what? The disaster. The disaster bitches. bitches. One breaks up, one walking away. Where do we meet? Right at the table, the crowd. We got another fucked up relationship. Season 10, season 4, in a nutshell. I'll leave it to you to don't vent and go mad. What do you really think about this situation? Is it realistic? Is it something you can understand? It's definitely realistic. It's something I can't understand, but I cannot. I feel like they leave Issa with no choice but to leave Lawrence and let him be great because you got to think. I think about it this way. Lawrence is moving to San Francisco and condola still lives in la where Issa lives so basically you're gonna put the burden of me put the burden on me to raise your child i have to be you when you're not there because she's gonna need help with the baby the dad isn't here dad lives in san francisco i'm pretty sure he's you can't expect him to quit his job because he just got a job he's in tech he still work though right he chooses to take a better job right so you can't expect him to quit his better job to stay there um with you and the baby so now it's like i feel as though she's going to be looking east looking for Issa to help her along the way that's a bold ass though it is a bold ass. you don't even get to ask my re-girlfriend new old girlfriend you don't and even it's have to like put her i in. feel like it's so many things like Issa could have accepted but a baby is one that 
I don't, I can't foresee like a lot of women accepting. And that's crazy to me. I don't understand why it's not. Like, you see it every day on Facebook, you'll, you'll see people, and as long as they don't have outside children, they'll claim this happiness of 20 plus years. When you know, because you've seen it, like, that she was just fucked with this other nigga three months ago. Like, but you want to sit up here and claim this fake happiness. Like, you're taking away her real happiness, her fake happiness, any chances that she had at forever with Lawrence once the baby is put into play. Distance will not affect you, but that baby, I can't do it. Well, Marvin says, be that Tony Reed talking crazy. We don't do outside babies. Can't do outside Here's babies. Here's what I say to both of you women. He didn't have the baby on her, so this is a loophole. It's, listen, he's it, at any at not one time when I was speaking did I say that Lawrence was at fault for this baby. I never said that. So calling because, her the outside baby is, I get it, but you can't have a baby. Stress. We don't even have we don't even have children of our own. Your first child is with someone else. Like your first experiences as a father is with someone else. A lot of the things that on, we are I'm expecting here. as the first, they're going to be with someone else. Um, so basically Lawrence did nothing wrong, but it's just too much of a burden for Issa to bear. I've already accepted the fact that we have already accepted the fact that we had done, we have done things outside of our relationship. We have accepted that because I know, and you know, you want to read? No, I know. Let me finish my thought. Let me, you better read. Let me finish my thought because we've already accepted the fact that we have done things outside of each other. We have accepted that. Okay. We have already accepted the fact that you're moving away. Okay. We're not going to accept the fact that you have a baby. Before I comment, could you read what Devin said? Devin said, right, thank you. I think he was referring to what I said. No, he was talking about me. Anyways, when I said it's not an outside baby. It definitely. Okay. I have it on Anyways. You. And then he was like, she got to stick with it and roll with the punches. And I no, got baby, it from here. We're not rolling. We're not rolling. Those are not, those are not punches that you can roll with. Guess what? You just brought all the evidence to the forefront. You want to say we accepted what we did? You kicked off the cheating. So me playing my power card, I don't get the meat condola to get pregnant if you don't fucking cheat on me because I'm down and depressed. I understand why you did it. But to now, if I got to accept you fuck this nigga who was around me or whatever six degree separation or how they met, I don't recall how they came across each other. Who? Who? Daniel and Lawrence. They kind of met at that party. Yeah, you remember, I ain't forgot anything. You, I got to see the man that you was fucking in the studio over rap trap music, but now you running away from a baby that I didn't have on you? I get it. I truly don't Unhand know if me. I could accept it Unhand when I'm reconciling. Unhand me. But still... You wouldn't let me tell you it's an outside baby if it was the shoe on the other foot. That's why I'm not going to let women get away with this. Maury said... First of all, Lawrence would not sit by Issa while she's carrying another man's child. That doesn't... It wouldn't sit right. Did no I cheat man... First? No Did I man... Cheat first? Yeah, we can say you cheated first. You're not going to sit by and rub my stomach every day and lay with me while there's another man's baby in there. Said no man ever. You might be right. No You're man not going to see Kendall be pregnant. No man ever. Right? Mari said we're not accepting that shit. That's an outside baby. Shorty better go on somewhere. But you don't read Devin fucking comment. She got, what he say? Accept the fact that she got pregnant before we got back together. Fuck all that shit. Come on, man. Devin. Sequence of events matter. Listen, okay. So I'm going to text a nigga and be like, yeah, I'm pregnant, but it's not yours. And I'm going to give you all my responses. 
Okay. And I, <laughs> I don't. Right. No, no, no. Wait. Right. But uh -huh. like, don't just mm -hmm. make it so bold. Remember, this is nuance. This isn't, oh, I'm just pregnant. It's like, we vibing. We getting back together. We know that we're working. And this is something that was unavoidable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I told you about me and her. You knew about me and her. For you to walk away, it's cowardice. I'm sorry. I said it. You unhand mm -hmm. me. I'm, unhand me. I'm not touching you. I'm texting somebody and telling them I'm pregnant. Mari um, is in the comments. She says, and we don't know if he stopped fucking her when he started fucking Issa again. Now, Mari, I was fair right, to say because that. Because he didn't stop fucking her because why is you texting her We're not even back together yet, though. It doesn't matter, nigga. It doesn't matter, nigga. You want to... Let me just... I'm waiting for my response. Look, Mari said, I'll do it, but I don't want to die. She doesn't want to do the text that you're doing. So, right. don't do it, Mari. The Do Say You Say podcast does not condone you to send that text to your boyfriend. Look, Davin says he did. He is a good man. He told her everything, Joe. And Devin she, is a fucking liar. Devin gets it. Don't play Devin. Devin is a fucking liar. All in all, you sitting here first, people. All the wonderful viewers. The body. Devin is a liar. Talking about some, he's taking care of that baby. He okay with it. He's a liar. You gotta understand, this is a loophole. You're not gonna have to do for my baby. He's talking about hell now. Hell now, I'm not right. Exactly, nigga. So don't be lying, nigga, because you're not gonna take care of that baby for now, real. Don't read text. If it ain't on this screen, I don't know that he said that. Damn she's trying to besmirch your name. It hasn't popped on the screen. So I don't know that you said hell no. So we'll just keep it at that. We're saying the bias of women. You're going to run away after you did me wrong. You ain't going to have to see this woman get pregnant. Unhand me. Don't hit me. You're going to, you don't have to do nothing. I got to go. But I no. Go. I got to go. But no. <laughs> we will leave y'all on the cliff note. We see what Jazz stands with it. We see why I stand with it. Maybe we'll revisit this in some form or fashion on shows upcoming. But this was the Insecure Season 4 wrap-up. If you didn't I watch it, really, you better watch it. Let me just put the mic close to me. I really just cannot believe the things that happened in this season. I cannot believe the things that Antonio said regarding this season. And this is just Jazz. Do say you say. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. White Sox. Essie. Right, Mr. Antonio. And I'm going to close it out here, folks, because I don't know how long our friendship will continue. So we are now Molly and Issa. We at the table, but Jazz doesn't know if our friendship will survive mm -hmm. on this. Mm -hmm. I'm paper boy. This is just jazz. Thank y'all for watching. Jazz got a party to get to. She needs some old Jack and Coke. No, I jazz, don't. before we go, can I trust that you finna be in Atlanta or are you just gonna wait on me? I'm a, no, I'm finna be in Atlanta and we can talk about it Saturday. Let's get it. All right. I'm like, I see this just jazz. Just jazz. Do you say, say you, you say, say, and we are gone. We gone.